Well, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> Scary Movie Sleepover, uh, where we make our friends watch the movies that scared them as children. I'm Tanner. And I'm Matt. And today we have, what a, what a nice guest, Travis Watt. Hi, Travis. Hi. Hey. Uh, hi. I, um, so, Travis, you, do you like scary movies? I love scary movies. I was thinking about why I got into them, and I think it's because one of the few VHSs we had around the house was Gremlins when I was little. Ooh, okay. and I would just watch it over and over and over and over. And Gremlins is like a perfect, like, scary movie for a kid because there's really good puppets in it. Yeah. And some of it's scary. Like, there's the Gremlin that hides in the tree and attacks Billy's mom. Mm-hmm. And that's really scary. Her exploring the house is really scary. But otherwise, yeah. it's like just a bunch of kind of gags in it. Like, yeah. it's a good mix. Yeah, it's very goofy, but also they the gremlins are scary looking. Yes. Yeah. And it's also like, they could be the first Pokemon I was thinking about <laughs> because they they have two evolutions. Okay. <laughs> the first one's cute. The second wow. one's like creep or like, you know, more battle ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if you put a gremlin and a mogwai in the Pokemon game, so I, if they were Pokemon number 152 and 153, I think they would slide in. I don't know. Mm. I think I would have the complaint of like, this evolution looks nothing like <laughs> the first one. It should evolve into like a big cute thing. A big cute, but like, does Charmander <laughs> and Charizard really? Do they look alike? They look. I think they look the same color. I guess they're both fine. like lizard-looking guys. I guess you're right. There is. They, there's, they go from mammal to reptile. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I always and that's always kind of primed me for scary stuff. Yeah. And this movie, I watched at way too young age. I watched it seven or eight. Ooh, and okay. that movie, of course, is Pet Cemetery, Pet Cemetery. 1989 version. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I was one years old and I saw it at one years old. <laughs> <and> I, was, <laughs> two, I shouldn't have been at the theater. Um, but uh, it was my sister's, the guy she was dating at the time, my sister's 10 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And so the guy that she was dating at the time, Todd, was like, this is the scariest movie. We have to watch it. And I wow. wanted to be included, right? And be a cool kid. How much older is your sister? My sister's 10 years older than me. Okay. And so she was, I think this was either her senior year of high school or freshman year of college. I think she was in college when we watched this mm-hmm. and it was, uh, I, so terrifying. <laughs> and, um, do we talk about, I, I, I've listened to other episodes. I have notes about other episodes. I think Medea <laughs> should meet Ernest. Um, <laughs> Okay, that's a good that's a good pitch. Yeah, I like it. I think Ernest movies turned into Medea movies. Um, uh, the word should there. What is that? <laughs> Don't you think they would have a a, a productive conversation? Okay, okay. They'd be friends. Yeah, I guess yeah. so for their own benefit. Yeah, the two should meet. Okay, I that's, guess I agree with that. That's why I think it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So you saw this movie at eight years old. Was this like the little girl in the movie? Is this also you? Were you coming to terms with death? By seeing yeah. this movie, or had you already understood the concept? Uh, do y'all remember the first time that you would ever be just one person? <laughs> like, I guess it was like I remember I was like four or five, and I was looking in a mirror in my uh, grandma's house, mm-hmm. and I realized that I was stuck being this one person. Oh my god! <laughs> and I think that maybe it's the first time I realized I was going to die. Um, oh, and also, I accidentally drank uh, apple cider vinegar once when I was little, and I wasn't right. being supervised. I thought I drank. 
I thought I had like drain cleaner. Oh, geez. so I thought I was going to die. And so I, I uh, made my mind up and I went into the room to my uh, mom's bedroom where she was. And I said, I'm going to die or something to this effect, <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> and she said, what's <laughs> happening? And then I showed her what I drank and she's like, this is vinegar. You're fine. What? Don't ever do this to me again. Uh, but I did it a few more times. Um, <laughs> a- apple cider vinegar is really good for you. Um, everyone should drink it. Yeah. I had, um, there's a new jo- drink at Trader Joe's that's a apple cider vinegar. It's like soda water plus apple cider vinegar plus ginger. Oh, so and it just, I love it. It just hurts to drink. <laughs> it's not. They figured out the ratios. <laughs> okay. It's not like mostly apple cider vinegar. Though in like 2010, 2011 in Portland, drinking vinegars were all the rage, I remember. I get into drinking it. Drinking vinegars, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, so I get, I don't know. When did y'all come to terms with death? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if I, I don't have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have yet. <laughs> I'm still convinced. I'm like, I'm not sure about this whole death thing. I might live yeah. forever. <laughs> Maybe. I guess. Back back to Christianity. I guess most of my contending with with death was like seventh through ninth grade, sixth through ninth, maybe when like you would go to a church thing and like an adult says like, when you die, are you going to go to heaven or hell? Mm. And it's like, (sighs) what? And then every time, and like, there's the problem with religion is there should, you should get, there should be some sort of feeling that you get. If it worked, if you get baptized and you say, (laughs) I want Jesus in my heart, you should get something that says like, you will go to heaven. Well, don't you think that a a large portion of that population does get that feeling? (laughs) I guess. I think <laughs> it must. Well, that's the thing, though, is I always was worried. I was like, it didn't take. And yeah. I'm always like trying again, like, God, please. No, you're but, just not one of the chosen. That's the issue. Is that Christianity is real, but you're one of the people that God has just decided to burn up like, like you know, hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. I do uh, think it's okay. it's apt that we brought up Christianity because uh, I believe Pet, Pet Cemetery is about the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, no? I I do not. I mean, you the, disagree. Story, the story of Lazarus is brought up n- a number of times in the novel. It's oh yeah, it opens a novel quotes from Lazarus. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and so well, I guess I guess I mean I don't. But when Jesus comes back, he's like pretty regular guy still. No, he's the son of God. <laughs> he ascends. <laughs> Wait, like, when Jesus comes back, or when Lazarus comes back? When Jesus comes back. When Je- yeah, well, he, I mean, he still has, uh, I think he still has holes in his Sure. Hands. So yeah, he is a rule, little zombie. Those rules he's are very, the same. He That's is a, a zombie, point. yeah. And I think he's mostly ghost. I think the first time he appears, he's like ghost and like he does ghost things. <laughs> yeah. But that's he, also not like the story of Pet Cemetery. I guess it's like. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I, listen, I don't think <laughs> Pet Cemetery is a retelling of the Gospels. I'll <laughs> say that. Sorry if that's controversial. Okay. The, ch- the cat's name is Church. Oh, but it, here's the th- here's the shocker. Whoa. It's not church. It's Winston Churchill. No, <laughs> oh, that's true. They do say that. Oh, I forgot that. They do say that. Okay, but the family's last name is Creed. Mm-hmm. Like a Rocky reference, I think. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like the band. The Christian rock band Creed. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, but in the book, our- he is a, uh, an atheist. Uh, who is? Lewis Creed in the book. Is. Oh, the book is really good. I don't. I think the book is great. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's one of Stephen King's. I put it in Stephen King's top three books. Do does now does Trav like this movie? <sighs> I think it's a good horror movie. I do not think it's a good movie. 
Hmm. So wow. I think I think all of the scary parts in it are scary and effective, but I think all of the like like establishing story parts are pretty bad. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if I agree. I liked it. I, I like time it. watching this thing. I liked it too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's so far undisputably the best movie we've watched. Oh, that's good. I think it's better than Child's Play too. <laughs> <laughs> and Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, and, yeah, Ernest Scared Stupid and When a Stranger Calls do not even <laughs> like, they don't count. Even though this movie is a little like the Chucky movies. Yeah. Because of the kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, kids. I thought the kid yeah. was scary. The kid is an amazing oh, actor. So good. Uh, and the adults are so bad. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. Tasha Yar is pretty okay. Uh, She's <laughs> neutral. Which actress? Okay. That, that's Denise Rachel, Crosby. the mom. Okay, yeah. I was thinking, mostly the dad. I was this like, is quite bad. I do think, I, I did like this movie, but I was like, it could have been great if they got a better actor to play the dad because he's not selling it at all. Like when he starts like lose his mind, I'm like, you seem the same. Uh, I, I think he's, I feel like you can see him trying to do something. Yeah. But he's not quite... Pulling it off. Yeah. And I just, I think the scene where he's the worst is when Gage gets smacked by the truck and uh, it's really bad. And the novel handles that so beautifully because that kind of only occurs in flashback. Mm -hmm. And so you actually Mm -hmm. never get the scene. And that's why I was kind of disappointed that the movie just kind of has it happen. Yeah. (laughs) In sort of in like a, in a scene in the novel, they were flying the kites and it's just a beautiful moment. And it's like, this was the last time I was happy. This is what he thinks (laughs) Uh at the moment as he says it. And then, uh, and then later it's, it flashes to the funeral and the funeral scene is so great in yeah. the book. It's the, uh, a really, uh, they get that great fight. Then the, in the novel, it's justified. It makes sense. It's really pathetic uh-huh. that this father-in-law is attacking his son-in-law. And in the movie, it just seems quite abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now having lived through two funerals that I, I guess kind of helped host. <laughs> I had two, I've had, my uh, dad died and then my stepdad died. And, uh, you know, at my dad's funeral, we, there was definitely almost a fight. So it wow. seemed really realistic that there would have been a fight. Yeah. And the movie kind of made that uh, sort of, it sort of cheapened fights at funerals. Yeah, it didn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, they don't explain at all why the family doesn't like Lewis. I was like, I he's like a doctor. Like, like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't need to know why this family hates him. I get it for some reason. They hate him. <laughs> he seemed like a normal guy. And Politics he was a, yeah. Or- religion or something yeah, it is a religion because in the book his wife is jewish and he's not and mm-hmm. so that there is that divide mm-hmm. um and <laughs> unlike the creators of <laughs> vampires <laughs> yes vampires we all know created by the gentile the gentile brothers <laughs> This is a real cartoon that everyone loves. <laughs> Wait, can I, I can I read uh, just a little bit of Stephen King's intro from the book? Sure. I think it's very interesting. When I'm asked, as I frequently am, what I consider to be the most frightening book I've ever written, the answer I give comes easily and with no hesitation. Pet Cemetery. And then he goes on to say, Pet Cemetery is the one I put away in a drawer thinking I had finally gone too far. <laughs> Well, because this almost happened to him. This is like based yeah. on real, real events. So you do think but you he almost was, went too far. He was able to save his son. Um, at, he had already, Stephen King had already 
buried his daughter's cat and brought it back to life. But, <laughs> <laughs> he was, but he, he stopped was, at resurrecting his he son. He was able to save his son from walking into the street. The Not reason did he was, save his son, he saved his son's career. His son has worked uh, on some of his adaptations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, author uh, of Black Phone much? Uh-huh. No, that's a different, that's not the son. That's oh. Owen King is the one who almost got killed, hit by a car, but hit by the truck. That's Joe Hill, his other son. Oh, oh, he, Owen oh. King is the one he wrote a book with. Yeah. Sleeping Beauties. Okay. Yeah. I realized today that like, I was trying to count how many Stephen King novels I'd read. Mm-hmm. And it was like, cause I consider myself a big, a pretty big Stephen King fan, but mm-hmm. I've only read 22 of his novels and he has like 64. <laughs> so it would be yeah. like saying, oh, I'm a pretty big Jordan Peele fan, but you've only seen Nope. <laughs> I've only right. really consumed a third of his output. <laughs> 22 books is impressive. And I feel like most of his books are probably bad, right? No, I think he's, I think he has a lot. He goes all over the place, but okay. he's, I think, uh, um, I'd, as long as you skip over the cocaine period, I think mm-hmm. you're in for a good time. The Cujo's. Cujo, Tommyknockers is the mm-hmm. novel that he kind of says that he doesn't remember writing and he says it's a bad book mm-hmm. and they're still trying to turn it into a movie, which is <laughs> so strange to me. Um, Can you give me your top three uh, King books and then King movies? Oh, top three King books are number one with a bullet. I think it's his best work is the, uh, um, it's, it sucks because it's technically all one super novel. Sure. The Dark Tower sequence uh-huh. is not his best book. It, you can tell that he uh, got hit by a car in the middle of writing it, <laughs> like in that series, wow. which really happened. But um, I think the first part of Wizards and Glass, which is the conclusion to the to a story that was set up in um, uh, the third Dark Tower book, is his the best work that he's ever done. And wow. it's a cowboy versus a sentient train, and it sounds <laughs> stupid, but it's yeah. it's so fun. <laughs> Um, so it's, that's that. And then probably, uh, the stand has to go up. I think the stand is, uh, really good. And then I just recently read, um, and maybe pet cemetery, I put pet yeah. cemetery is like him trying to be literary and like have, it's cause the novel is essentially a discussion about early on. He says like his biggest fear is that he doesn't know if marriage is real, right? He doesn't know if people can actually be altruistic and like create a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it might be at the end of the day that everyone is just out for themselves. And he's like that. It was like a really kind of scary observation that he had about his own marriage. And it yeah. seemed like he was being an honest story. And then, you know, there's a zombie story on top yeah. of that. <laughs> I mean, and it's also about the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> of your Lord Jesus Christ. My personal Lord. Yes. Uh, were you um, raised religious at all? Matt? You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. Oh yeah. I was, well, not really. I went to, I was raised Roman Catholic, but okay. we didn't go to church a lot. Yeah. And I mean the place, not the cat. <laughs> Come on, guys. Did y'all, did y'all go on like, on like the really famous holidays? You're going on Easter? Just Christmas. Christmas. Just Christmas. Not, not Easter, the, the day our Lord and Savior <laughs> rose from the grave. Um, okay, yeah. Did you I, go on Ash Wednesday? No. What? Just Christmas. Just Christmas. Uh, did you? But did you go, you went through and got like, confirmed is that the what's the vocab? i mean that's yeah that is from the Catholic yes. church yeah you did i that? was baptized and confirmed whoa okay. how was no. your confirmation classes how were they i mean they were i, I really how was your, how my, was your confirmation <laughs> hearing my theory was my mom just didn't want to like pay for a babysitter <laughs> and i guess those were free so i did that instead uh yeah okay what are what are the top three king movies gosh uh, there are so many I actually had a, i wrote a quiz for y'all 
Okay. Uh, okay. See. We got a game? Yeah, oh. I got a little game. This guy's added a second. Is this your first note? For the pod? No, I just thought it would be fun because Stephen okay. King is a really fun author. He is the most adapted author born after World War II. Um, he, I think, has more adaptations now than Leo Toy Story. Than Leo Toy Story? Leo <laughs> Toy Story? <laughs> Leo Toy Story. <laughs> There's only uh, like four of those. There's tons. There's over a hundred as far uh, as like his short stories, et cetera, et cetera. Travis, I bet Toy Story movie. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> There's a few shorts though. Pixar presents Tolstoy. Yeah. Tolstoy 4. Porky. Um, okay. So the I'm going to tell, I'm going to say the name of a Stephen King work of fiction. Mm-hmm. And you have to tell me how many times it has been adapted. Wow. And typically it's going to be from zero to two times. So that's, those are typically going to be the answers. There's a few other answers in here. So the first is the stand. Two. One. Matt is correct. It's been adapted twice. There's a TV movie and then there's a new show. There's two TV miniseries. TV miniseries. It was on, um, the new one is on Paramount, which is how I watched Pet Cemetery. Paramount. How do you mountain? Um, how do I what? How do you mountain? I assume that's their their tagline. <laughs> You're making up a. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Carrie. Uh, two, two three. three. Uh, I was gonna say three. There was a TV movie, There's which also, seems crazy that anyone would try attempt that. There's also a Carrie musical. Oh, I didn't even know about that one. Um, okay, uh, Children of the Corn. One. Sequels don't. Sequels don't count. Don't count as another one. There must be two, right? There are two. Okay. Children of Corn has been remade twice. It's so nuts wow. to me. Um, Lisey's story. Zero. Once. That's on Apple Wait, TV I didn't get Plus. the guess. I was <laughs> oh, sorry. Say, I was going to say one. I thought we were alternating between. I did oh, not no. establish oh, that rule. I didn't know. Yeah, we were versus each other. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm winning, right? Yeah. Oh, Matt's winning. <laughs> um, I think I think Matt has two. I think Tanner has one. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, Duma Key. Uh, one. I've never heard of this. I don't <laughs> yeah, know what this is. Zero. Travis, how many of these do you have? <laughs> I have a lot because Stephen King has a lot of adaptations. We don't have to go, Wait, you go through every adaptation? <laughs> Maybe we don't go Not through everyone. all of them? No, fine. We won't do all of them. But yeah. <laughs> Duma Key has never been adapted. Okay. Duma Key was the novel that like put him back on the map that a lot of people said, oh, he has his uh, mojo back and that came out in 2004. Ah. Um, what was also, his most readapted? Uh, according to this, I think it has, <laughs> and this is something you've, according to my, or? according to my list. Yeah. Okay. I think it's the mist. It has two uh, oh. specific adaptations, a movie and a TV show, but also the people who created silent Hill cited as like a major influence on oh, all those games. Yeah. And then half-life also says it's a uh, major Ooh. adaptation so much so that they were going to name their, before it was called half-life, I believe the name of the game was going to be quiver as a reference, as like a scary word, and then also a reference to like Project Arrowhead, which mm-hmm. is the name of the army base that like causes the dimensional rift in that story. So I like those are the two slant at adip- uh, inspirations, but mm-hmm. I think I think the Mist has the biggest influence of all of his stuff. But though maybe it's it. I feel like he's I feel like he's the one who made Clown scary, <laughs> Stephen mm-hmm. King. Yeah, there's two at least. There's two unless you count. <laughs> there's apparently. Um, a Hindi adaptation. Oh, okay. <laughs> that turned made fifty three episodes of a TV show. Wow. I mean, the book is like a thousand pages. So yeah, I would say sense. it is his. Um, I did not like it. I thought it was overly yeah. long. Uh, yeah, it, I because I, I I never read it, but I did read The Stand, which I really loved. But I felt like a lot of it because Stephen King 
his whole method is he just sits down at a computer and starts writing. He doesn't do an outline, doesn't structure anything. And I think at his worst, you could really tell he's <laughs> going from the seat of his pants. And I felt like the stand at a few points had that. Because yeah, that's the knock against Stephen King is that he doesn't know how to do endings. And that's largely because he doesn't outline. Yeah. Um, and that's true. But I think Pet Cemetery is one of the few. I think the ending is the best part of it, honestly. Well, this this the movie Pet Cemetery, the 1989 version, ends with him bringing the wife back and she raises a knife. She's like a zombie version of herself and she raises a knife ostensibly to stab him in the back. But I, I, I brought a copy of the book and I do, I love the ending of the book. I think it's much better. I'll just read the last three sentences and it goes like this. A cold hand fell on Lewis's shoulder. Rachel's voice was grating, full of dirt. Darling, it said. That's good. Yeah, it's a great. That's it's way more like ambiguous. You don't like she she could say darling and then do the stabby stabby or it could be like maybe it actually works. Isn't there a prologue after that? That is the that's the that's the epilogue. I thought there was another. Oh, that's the epilogue. And then there's a picture of Stephen King <laughs> lying down. Interesting. So what, yeah. uh, I they, thought they wanted a they they like screened it and decided they wanted a punchier ending for the movie. Yeah. What, I listened to the commentary of director Molly Lambert. Wow. Um, Look at you. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a great commentary, I will say. Was it just her? Just her, which isn't a problem. It was just like a lot of like her being like, I think it's really good when in a movie you can tell the characters have internal lives <laughs> and just like very like, yeah, I, I mean, don't disagree, but. And then there was also a part when they set that one building on fire. She kept talking about how beautiful the fire was. <laughs> and she, said that, she said that there was, she had a whole bunch more footage of the fire in the movie and people kept trying to convince her to get rid of it. And it wasn't until, and it wasn't until like a couple people fell asleep <laughs> and she agreed to cut some out. That's pretty funny. Though I think I prefer her work on Mega Python versus Gatoroid a yeah, little more. Yeah, <laughs> what about a castle for Christmas? <laughs> wow. Did she do Pet Cemetery too? She did. Okay, and I think uh, that's because this was critically reviled. This movie, really, but it made like I think eight times its budget wow. at the box office. So it was a uh, it did boff OBO, <laughs> but critics truly hated it. Like every critic said, this shouldn't have been made. <laughs> yeah, this I think much it's like, so unfair. I think it, there's a lot of fun to be had in this movie. I think the effects look good. Yes, I think it's like I mean, this isn't you know Stephen King stories where this, but I think the story is like a fun story of just like. It's all, it's bad. And it's like a little yeah. story. That's what I've talked about this before. Of like, I like that horror movies can just be like a weird little freaky story. And like, you can have like themes, but there's no like, no like point, I feel like, to this movie. Other than I think Pet Cemetery has, it's full of themes. It's all yeah, themes. It's themes, but it's like, there's not like. Sometimes dead is better. Sometimes, Okay. That's, That's a, nothing. That is such a good line and yeah. such a good uh, but it, tagline for the poster. But it doesn't mean anything because unless there's not. Like, Sometimes dead is better. I don't understand. What do you not yeah, understand about I that? Guess, I also, guess I would is, say that you know that is better because you saw what happened when the opposite of dead happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like it can't. It's like, but how, did, you, did she explain how they did the cat's eyes? That was like. Yes, yeah, she did. Uh, they. You, they held up like a mirror and then are shining a light into the mirror and getting okay. that to shine in the cat's eye. It is in camera. 
That's which is nice. Really impressive. Every time I was like, that's, that's yeah. I think what stuck with me all of these years. Well, just because cat's eyes are cool and look like that. Read more of the book. <laughs> just read read the more book. lines from the book. <laughs> I guess the one line from the movie I liked was in the funeral, uh, in one of the many funerals of this book or the movie. I, uh, Lewis says, God sees the truth, but waits. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> that really made me think because I was like, what does this mean? Yeah, what I was <laughs> trying to think because it's like, I guess that's a good line, but is it? Because I don't. I don't know what it means. It's one of those things that someone says and you're like, that sounds profound, but it means absolutely nothing. Um, yes. And I, I, I think if I'm trying to interpret it, mm-hmm. I think what it means is that sometimes God tries to get you to call his bluff. <laughs> like, cause it was said in response to a woman who killed herself for fear that she had stomach cancer. Right. <laughs> and uh, as so she was like, ah, I'm just going to, uh, you know what? Cancer's going to kill me. I'll, just, I'll beat the cancer by <laughs> killing myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, her whole character did not need to be in the movie. Don't know why it was. It, she, it's so strange because Stephen King is credited with the screen right credit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's a neighbor in the book. She's like the babysitter in the book. Um, and what's weird is that her function in the movie in the book is, uh, is handled by Judd's wife. Like one of the reasons that Judd and Lewis are so close in the book is that Lewis saves Judd's life, Judd's wife when she's having a heart attack. Right. Yeah. And so they're close and that's what makes Judd say, Hey, you know what? Uh, if you want to resurrect that cat, I know a, for, <laughs> I know a forbidden uh, <laughs> Indian uh, yeah. burial ground. No. Though it's not Indian burial ground in the book. It's clear that it's made by people it beings who preceded humans. Yeah. Mm. It's like a Lovecraft place. Okay. I like that. Now, why, why Judd, why, why is Judd doing this to this man? It, is, in the book, it's more motivated. That's like my yeah. biggest, that's okay. why I think that, I think the last act of the movie is essentially good, but the first two thirds are not. <laughs> in the movie, yeah. he's like, for shits and giggles, let's go bury that yeah. guy. Yeah. You know what? Make any sense. It's gonna be crazy. He's gonna oh. come back. I swear to God, you gotta see this man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see this. This is crazy. We'll go somewhere. The earth is sour. And my favorite, I think my favorite thing in the movie is the calling like the earth sour is so evocative <laughs> and gross to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're trying. Like he does. Wait, should uh, we? Should we briefly go? over what the plot of this movie is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Person? Okay. So, pet cemetery. A doctor and his family, a wife and a son and a daughter, they move to a house that is next to I guess like a main shipping route. <laughs> and there in are, Maine. There are, yes, yeah, yeah. in Maine. And there are constantly like big big Orinco trucks. Yeah, big rigs speeding by their house just as fast yeah. as the car can go. Um, because he has, they move from Chicago to, he's going to be the lead physician at a uh, college. Yeah, he's going to do yeah. something there. <laughs> and <laughs> then on his first day of work, a kid, like a teen dies. Yep. Mm-hmm. Victor and, Pascal. Uh, that guy, after he dies, he wakes up for a bit to cough blood on the doctor and say that the soil of a man's heart is shallow. No, not shallow. Stony. Stonier. Stonier. <laughs> Stonier. And then... Um, 
the doctor's family has to go away and the doctor's wife makes him promise to their daughter that the cat will be okay. Yeah. And he looks, he's like, looks so pissed about it, but he does it. The cat's not okay. The cat gets hit by a truck. Their neighbor, <laughs> Herman Munster. <laughs> who gives a really great performance. I love him. He's I so good. Him. He's really good. Uh, Black like, gums and all. <laughs> he's like, hey, well, he earlier showed them a pet cemetery where people bury all their pets. They get killed by the trucks. And he's like, <laughs> hey, here's the thing. If you climb this pile of wood past the pet cemetery, we can bury the cat and it will come back to life. That pile of wood? It's called a deadfall. <laughs> Okay. They make um, a big deal of it. <laughs> that also, uh, another fun fact, he, uh, uh, Judd at one point erroneously calls the pet cemetery a graveyard, which of course we all know a graveyard is different <laughs> from a cemetery because a graveyard traditionally is attached to a church. I did not know that. Ooh, that is good information. Wow. Yeah. So think about that. Or maybe um, he said it on purpose. Mm. Ooh. The, um... More, more ammo this, for my theory that it's about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, that's evidence that it's not because it's a, it should, if it was pet graveyard, spelt. Yeah, how would it be spelt? G R E Y V. It is. Y A R D. I think it might be G R E Y F. It might be graveyard. Graveyard. Oh, because these children were hip in the 1600s. Just think. I'm trying to think of a way a child could really misinterpret graveyard. Um, oh, but this yeah. was the scariest. Oh yeah. So plot, I guess we should. Right. Well, what I was uh -huh. going to say the, the, the pet cemetery itself is a, is a set, but, uh, the rest of the exteriors are real exteriors, stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I'm glad they kept the circular design from the book. Yeah. It's, it's, mm -hmm. The it spiral. Cool. Did you know that according to Stephen King, that the spiral is the oldest sign of divinity. That's why God spoke to Job out of the whirlwind. Mm. More ammo for my theory. <laughs> that it's about ammo. the resurrection of Job <laughs> <Yeah>. from the Bible. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, so they bury the cat. The cat comes back, but it is being, even for a cat, a real dick. Which is so, <laughs> that's different from the book because in the book, the cat's dumb. Like the cat's like like an idiot and it's not mean. And in the that's why it's like, that's why I don't think the movie makes that much sense because the cat's mean and it's like, well... <laughs> I want my little boy to come back as like a little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the cat comes back and then uh, everyone, uh, I guess, likes the cat, but the cat stinks because the cat smells like a dead body. Smells like death. Um, and then uh, everything's fine. Uh, then they're playing with a kite and Gage gets hit by a truck. Yeah. Uh, in the worst scene of the movie. Uh, and then, then the mom says, yeah, I know what to do. My kid, my, my son just died. I guess I'll just leave my husband here alone while I go visit my family with the daughter. And then truly, bizarre. uh Oh, uh Oh, even Herman Munster knows what's what this guy, yeah. like, what the doctor's going to do. He's going to go bury that kid in the pet, in the, not the pet cemetery in the, in the McMack burial ground. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because he's a, he's a doctor and he's, he wants to save people. <laughs> well, uh, and it's his son. Yeah, in, yeah in the book, he calls it a divine abortion. <laughs> that's, really? what, My God. that's what the uh, Gage getting hit by a truck is. <laughs> He's just trying to just reverse God's divine abor abortion on his son. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> oh, um, my God. <laughs> what? So, How did that not make it in the movie? <laughs> yeah, he buries the son. The son comes back and is even meaner than the cat was. 
He's mm-hmm. he's taking out scalpels, stabbing people. Um, yeah, he's a real child's play. Also, he's yeah. real Chucky. And yeah. then the kid kills the mom. The dad kills the kid. And then, of course, the dad's like, "You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bury Denise Crosby in this cemetery. See if she comes back to life." And then she does. They make out as her face drips fluids. In, a, in one of the better shots of yeah, very yeah. cool, it's really good. Very and cool. um, then in the movie, she pulls out a knife. She's going to hurt him. In the, in the book, we don't we don't know what it sounds like. And in the remake, um, I think everyone is alive and they drive off happily ever after. <laughs> I believe that's actually I don't. I, no, the remake's really bad. It's it, it is bad. Yeah, um, I saw it with um, I saw it with my ex boyfriend and we were walking away and there we were like, I thought that was better. Like they they change things just to make things different. In the yeah. remake, the daughter dies. They, yeah, the daughter, the older daughter dies, and it. It kind of takes it away because I think it's so effective because Gage is so young. And that actor's so, I know we've said it. And he's so good, so yeah. Good. And it's uh, also like her whole role is to, she's finally contemplating death all around yeah. her. And then if she dies, Gage is too young. He doesn't know what's going on. It's not. Yeah, yeah it, doesn't make it, it doesn't make any sense yeah. to do that. Um, Can I ask why you ch- uh, chose this movie, Travis? Yeah, why'd you oh, because it was the first because, like actual movie that I knew was supposed to be scary. Okay. Like uh, my sister's boyfriend said, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, I believed him. And so I was scared. And also it was the first movie that I, because I, I, that's the first movie that I recall where someone was like, it's actually deep. I don't know if you know this, but it's <laughs> actually deep. And he was like, he even paused it at one moment and he paused it on. Did you all see the painting? Yeah. The painting mm-hmm. of the child. Yeah. The, Molly talks about that, uh, that this is, used to be a style of painting, I guess, where they would paint children like they were adults. It's like a very creepy oil painting of a child in a strange like dress. And then he paused that. And he says, look, remember that painting? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're, we watch the rest of the movie, and then Gage shows up, and he looks just like the kid in the yeah, painting. He's oh, wearing the weird he puts like, on, yeah. velvet. Yeah, the, that he might have been buried in. It's unclear. Now... When she originally wanted to have Gage wearing this very silly cost, uh, velvet costume, people did not want her to, but Stephen King did back her up on her desire to have him wear this silly outfit. So that's nice. They had a really good relationship, it sounds like, her and Stephen King. Yeah, it's, uh, Stephen King, I think, is... Uh, I really admire Stephen King because he was like a poor kid and he became successful and he never like forgot where he came from. He reminds me of like, he's the hick version of Stan Lee in that regard Okay, of like, he's always going to be a striver. He's always going to be selling something, but he does like, he, you know, he uh, backed up a female director when it was, yeah. I think not easy. And I think she, yeah. it was all shot in Maine, this movie. Yeah. And I think, so I think they worked together as a good team and I wish she had a better career. Yeah, and he has a cameo. Yeah, he's in the movie. <laughs> I, I went, oh, that's that's him. Yeah, he's so distinctive looking. Yeah, it's yeah. like someone. I, I really the like the nicest him. way to say it. Is yeah, distinctive. He's yeah. Uh, <laughs> some it's like someone uh, turned an orangutan into a man. Well, okay, <laughs> that's way I meaner like than I thought. Anything I could have imagined you were gonna say. <laughs> but he's he just does like uh, he has that simian face. <laughs> mm. Um, but I do I do think that. Gage is scary when he comes back. 100 very scary. Um, yeah. is, is this what, like, as a kid, what scared you the most? Was it Gage? 
oh, 1,000. Yeah, that was yeah. so, especially when he called his dad. I, that, was, oh, yeah. that was a big sense memory. I played with mommy. Now I'm going to play with you. Yeah. It was, it was such a, that was so creepy. And then the actual scene was like, does he have super strength? Did he string his mom up? I, I was thinking a lot <laughs> yeah. about that today. And I think maybe, because she doesn't know what's going on. So like, maybe he sort of like forced her to do it because she's, uh, she would be unwilling to, because after, after Gage kills his mom, he gets into a full on fight with his dad, an adult <laughs> man so is fighting. And this is a three-year-old. <laughs> I love yeah. how young he is. It rules. He jumps so out good. of the attic straight onto his yeah. dad's face. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> Flinging around. And <laughs> she talked about some, sometimes he's a puppet, but a lot of times this is a kid. Yeah, you can tell. And then so, the scariest but, part is after he gets... Um, shot up with morphine oh, yeah. and he falls and he says no fair and he's oh, like yeah. Yeah, he's he falls backward I was so nervous human. I was so scared for that child you, I was like that is a, definitely a real fall yes I, they couldn't have faked that he actually <sighs> fell and like we'll put that in um, but he so like the dad knows like my son is a demon guy I don't know what the rules are exactly but he's willing to fight him but the mom doesn't know that right so she would be like well I can't grab my son and fling him across the room. I'm sure he'll stop. I'm sure once I put this noose he's handing me on or something, <laughs> he'll, he'll, I'll be able to, he wouldn't be willing to like put him in a fight, but the dad throws him around. It's great. <laughs> so good. The, good the, the like gore is really good. Like when he slashes Judd's mouth and it's, he, he gives him the Joker. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Oh, and he also, he cuts, oh, he cuts Judd's, uh, Ankle, ankle, yeah. like and it's it's so, deep. It so it's a good. deep cut. You really got that. Really uh, grossed me out. <laughs> this little like child hand, and now apparently, I guess in the book, he's looks like a kid who just got run over by a truck. Right? Um, he's described as that's what she was saying. Is that yeah. like in the book, he's described as much more disfigured, disfigured. And yeah, because he was yeah he's sewn back but together. Because she he was, was hit by a truck. She yeah. was like, I think it's scarier. <laughs> For it to just be like a little kid, but also I guess they tried a little more prosthetics, and three year olds don't want to sit still in a chair for two hours while <laughs> yeah. people apply makeup. And in the book, or yeah, the kid, Fair, his yeah. uh, Gage is much smarter. It's clearly a demon. Okay, in, I was in, okay. Um, and it's it's a demon who know like it's. Do you remember the flashback that um, Judd has to uh, the first kid that was buried in uh, the pet? Uh, cemetery, the Micmac, the one that they burn. Um, oh, they burn the house down. Yeah, they burn the, the house, house down. Vet, returning vet. Yeah, yeah, okay. returning vet. That's uh, that scene is one of the scariest in the whole book mm. because it's not. He's not really violent. He just knows all of their secrets and he oh. just says all their secrets <laughs> yeah. to them. And so he's like, uh, he's like, huh? How do you think your wife is gonna feel when she finds out that you are visiting all of those whores? <laughs> And it's and like, he's like, it's like, like he has all of their numbers. He's like, well, I guess sometimes dead is better. <laughs> we gotta kill and they, the scariest part about that scene is they're defeated. Like they, yeah. they walk away from the house and the person that burns down the house is the vet's father to kill mm. his son. Oh. Uh, there is a, there is a, a movie from the seventies called death dream. Have you ever seen this? It's a no. Bob Clark movie. The guy did Black Christmas and uh, A Christmas Story. <laughs> uh, weirdly, both those movies. But he did a movie called Death Dream about a vet. Uh, like this family gets a letter that their son died in Vietnam. But then he comes back and he's like, I did die. And they laugh it off. They're like, oh, it must have been like a clerical error. But he's a zombie. 
Oh, I was like, oh, I wonder if Stephen, K- Stephen King was inspired by that well, movie. Because it came out in like 1974 and, or something. And is it, true, is it true that Republicans in Congress recently voted down a bill to give support to vets who have become zombies? Until <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John Stewart really I actually, I single-handedly agree. shamed them into doing a revote. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what they call it. In I actually think the Republicans are right on this one. I don't think we should support zombies. <laughs> I don't care, even if they're vets. What the hell? Oh, wow. Yeah, I think, I think if, listen... Uh, I think once you come back as a zombie, it's the valor's gone. It's no longer. Oh, I, <laughs> oh. you're 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 why Frankenstein couldn't have a life. You're one of the villagers who yeah. said he's a monster. Let's kill him. I, I think a Frankenstein. <laughs> like, come on, give him another give chance. Give him a chance. Come on. A Frankenstein is a different thing. <laughs> I support all Frankenstein's. Okay. I do not support zombos. Okay. Okay. Isn't well, Frankenstein, we Frankenstein is a zombie, right? No, he's a he's a he's a child essentially. I think he's like he's a, a new couple being. of zombies. He's a what? He's a he's a bunch of he's zombies. a bunch. He's a new human. But so well, okay. he's a new human. Yeah, he's a human that's come into it's a new soul and in a used body. You think it's a new? Is it? Is this it's a new soul? This is canon. But zombie I, soul. I, I, I that's what I believe. Yeah. So zombies. <laughs> this is the ca- yeah. This I is, was baptized. Yeah. And I believe. I believe, wait, wait, I believe in so, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and I believe in the new soul of Frankenstein. So, so then zombies are the, the same souls. Zombies are no souls; they're bodies without souls, and that's why it's fine to kill them. Okay. Have and we I, seen? Have you guys seen uh, Day of the Dead, the third? Yes, uh, amazing movie. And in that one, they kind of teach a zombie to like do normal human functioning things, like wave. You're and thinking stuff. of Young Frankenstein. <laughs> they teach him how to tap dance. <laughs> yeah. But I always thought that was interesting because I'm like, oh yeah, what is a zombie? Um, that's that's why Land of the Dead is so interesting because all the zombies mm-hmm. kind of evolve. Oh, I haven't seen this one. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> I did just spoil the third one. So I did spoily stylies. I'm sorry. Um, can I can I read my favorite line from the movie? I think that, you have to. Um, um, forget her name, but the mom, the mom's mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, basically, this is at the end when the mom is like, she can't get a hold of Lewis. And then the mom's mom says, well, he probably went out for a hamburger or a chicken dinner. You know how men are when they're alone. <laughs> and I kind of agree. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if I'm, if it's like a bachelor weekend, which is as a married person, that's what I call if like Aaron has something at night and I'm like, it's bachelor weekend. Yeah, I'll go get a treat. I'll go out and get a... Maybe not a chicken dinner, but, but probably burrito. My interpretation of that was that, like, don't you? Oh, no, he's at a strip club. That's what that means. Whoa. Oh, wait. It's some sort of like mad That's thing. not me. That's not what I'm up to. When Aaron's away, I do not go to a strip you club. You know how men are. They go to strip clubs when their wives are away. And one time I was in Portland without my wife and I didn't even go to a strip club. We weren't married at the time, but also I would have been too like afraid a, to go to a strip club. Is Portland a strip club? But yeah. Portland has the most uh, it, strip clubs per capita I mean, of I anywhere I in the state. I don't know if that's still part of their persona, but at the very least, six or seven years ago, when I went, it was definitely. Uh, so Travis, do you do you think the movie's still scary? You still yes, get scared the, watching it? The oh, I wanted to ask you. Okay, uh-huh. so it, um, what do you think that face was? Is <laughs> when he's taking Gage oh. to be buried <laughs> yeah. in the McMack burial uh-huh. ground. He turns around and a formation of rocks. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what is sends that? a face at him. I know what it is in the book. In the uh-huh. book is so the book the Wendigo plays a huge role mm-hmm. in all of this part. The Wendigo okay. is a 
giraffe-sized demon that crashes around <laughs> this the territory beyond the deadfall, and it's a huge lizard-skinned, ram-horned uh, monster, mm-hmm. and it pushes over trees. That's why you heard that tree fall oh, yeah, when yeah. he's carrying Gage. Because it was a, a Wendigo pushed it over naturally. Yeah. Okay, and that face is supposed to be the, a close-up of the Wendigo's face that, oh. that uh, Lewis sees in the fog. But I have no oh. idea what it's supposed to be in the movie because it looks like it's Fred. It, I think it's the Wendigo. Yeah, I, I think it is I Fred Wynn's face. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Judd. Yeah, I think it's I, Judd. I, I was that really scared me because I was like, "What was that? Why did why did that happen? <laughs> was that supposed to be? Am I like <laughs> tripping out? Did I actually see that? It truly feels like a a featurette escaped into the yeah. main movie. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. That's that. But like, so there are these. And that's why it's, oh, also in the last third, there's um, like a friendly ghost aspect of it <laughs> okay. where Tasha Yar is trying to uh, get back from Chicago to Maine yeah. to stop Lewis from well, resurrecting her dead son. And uh, the friendly ghost of Victor Pascal shows up to try to help her along. Yeah. <laughs> this now, is the exact. Now, now the, the character of Pascal does actually lead to my favorite line in the movie. Um, <laughs> when he, she wakes up from the nightmare and he nods at her across the <laughs> airplane, <laughs> he's a very like no. casual ghost. Very, very bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> it's that the little girl is also talking to Pascal. <laughs> I guess we don't see that, mm-hmm. but I guess in the book she has. No, tele- it's, this, tele- it, this is actually pretty faithful. That's pretty faithful. But the in, anyway, but she, she tells her mom about it and I didn't understand what she was saying, but the mom says, what is this Pax cow? Is he, is he like the boogeyman? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Just this, uh, I don't know. There was a lot going on in this. Cause yeah, also the daughter can see into the, fu- can see events in her yeah, dreams that knows, actually happen. Call dad and be like, dad, I don't know. I can't imagine what you're up to, but it is driving my mind insane. Everyone, <laughs> well, I mean, everyone in Stephen King books have some level of psychic powers. This is even true mm-hmm. in the Black Phone, right? Like the sister has psychic powers in the Black yeah, Phone. Yeah, it's very similar yeah. to that. And yeah. he, Stephen King just kind of believes that people, he, <laughs> he truly thinks, uh, and I love this for him, I think this is real for him, <laughs> that, you know, writing creatively is a type of psychic power <laughs> yeah he, he he does talk a bit about that in on writing yeah he's like it's not me writing it, it just goes through me yeah just yeah and i and i understand oh. kind of what he was talking yeah, about with that for sure but that's why i think he like all of his characters used to have a little bit of psychic abilities like every all of them kind of have that yeah uh and but in the book in, instead of pascal being a nice ghost it is the uh burial ground that is drawing rachel back oh. so that it can claim more victims. Okay. I like that. That's better. It's cleaner. I agree. It's much better. It makes yeah. more sense. Like, I, that's why it seems like it's so strange. Well, I kind of like them. I like this ghost that keeps appearing to everyone and just being like, don't <laughs> wait. <laughs> what about that car that has the big s- scratch on it? Give it, give her that car. Yeah. Do you think that's his car <laughs> that he got in the accident with? No, he was jogging when he, Oh, he, okay. Maybe that's the car that hit him. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I, I like this theory. That's that's a wait, theory. He could also like, he could also like kind of, Obi-Wan Kenobi make people do things. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he's a Jedi makes, mind trick. Yeah. He could do a Jedi mind trick, yeah. He can yeah, it's it's uh very silly, very fun. Uh but I I don't think it makes as much sense in the movie because then he's I, stopped and why doesn't he go to Judd then? I, I feel like to right. me, I'm gonna i I'm gonna I feel like this movie 
it's a little bit like a like Witches of Eastwick or something, like a George Miller movie where it's like, yeah, there's definitely things like missing that would like explain these scenes, but it's fine. You can you can just just whatever you think happened yeah. <laughs> is good. You got it. Once you think something like don't just make up like a simple A to B, okay, the daughter's psychic. Okay, that's fine. I don't, do you really? What would we be gained by like a scene where the daughter goes into like a place and there's like a person holding a card and she's like star and it like is a star and then it's like, oh it's like do I don't you need to, that or can you just I don't, assume she's like I don't I don't need a Ghostbusters scene where she's <laughs> being investigated by Vinkman <laughs> if she has psychic power those are your but choices it's I, either I, this movie or I, Vinkman's in it I wouldn't mind a scene uh, where she is visited by past like we get to see a little bit of her dream yes. Uh, but don't you, th- this movie feels like it was like heavily. But edited. if we're going to add anything else, it's going to be more footage of that vet's house burning down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you think? Since you're such a cat person, Tub, yeah. I wanted to ask, what did you think ab- about the rat being dropped into the bathtub scene? I liked it's, it. It's two of your favorite things, a cat and a, a bath. Yeah, I do like cats and I do like being in a tub. Um, well... I remember his chest really like I was like that was a sense memory is seeing because it's the one sexy moment in the entire uh, movie is this dad. You know, okay, I disagree. I, I think there's one other sexy moment. What's uh, the other sexy moment? It's uh, at the very beginning when um, uh, the wife is saying goodbye, and because at that moment I was like, "This is a hot couple. They're both they're two hot people." And she said, "Have a good day. At, have a good first day at school, Doc." In like a very sexy way, I thought, and he would like really recipro- reciprocates it in a sexy way. And I was oh, like, I thought uh, she was quoting Bugs Bunny with that. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs is, is kind of sexy. Um, there, there was you know, when there Bugs Bunny dresses up like a lady. <laughs> there was almost another sexy scene. Is that the first scene with the ghost? They had to shoot it twice because the first time they had the dad not wearing a shirt and they deemed it was too sexy. And they're like, this is distracting. We have to shoot this again where he's wearing a shirt. <laughs> Cause he's a real uh, beefcake. Okay. See, I didn't, mm-hmm. Aaron and I were both confused by this trivia and you're saying he has a beefcake. Oh, he's very, he's very, you know, he's like a otter, but he's very hot. Yeah. Okay. I think he's hot and a bad actor. Oh, horrible actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> truly. They should have got someone less horrible. hot. That was a good actor. In the remake, oh. it's, uh, is it Joel Matthew Edgert- Reese? Joel Egerton. It is. Ooh, I like Matthew Reese. Who is it now? Okay, yeah, I think it's Joel Edgerton. Who I think is better. Joel Edgerton is amazing. Than, better than Matthew Reese? <laughs> oh no, it's Jason like, Clark. That's not. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the remake is Amy uh, Simetz, who's a great director as well. She plays the wife. She directed. Um, oh. she, she directed uh, a movie which I love. Uh, she dies tomorrow. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, I heard that it's really resonant with our pandemic times. <laughs> I agree. Um, <laughs> I loved it. Well, but that's it oh, makes me well but the, the remake is so bad it guys, is bad it is bad guys i'm i'm, I'm having a lot of fun just talking about media yeah. now but my one of my neighbors is here yeah i, did, I heard okay the door yeah comes in? i thought we were recording yeah we're recording but I'm, a neighbor showed up okay is it okay yeah open the door for okay him. uh creek <laughs> hi hi <laughs> oh hey you live across from you, tanner yeah 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 a while now. Oh, yeah. How, hey, how long? Sixty-four years. Oh, okay. Oh, you lived in okay. that. You've lived there the whole. I thought you uh, meant rent control. <laughs> yeah, you must be paying like well, do you twenty dollars? I rent. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Seven seven seventy-five. Yeah. It's seven dollars and seventy-five cents. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. And that's a really good deal. What's your name? Judd. 
You, I thought you looked like okay, Judd. You're Judd. Okay. Oh, you're okay. So your neighbor is Judd. My neighbor. I did. I thought you just lived next to John Lithgow. Yeah, I've <laughs> never put that together. John Lith. Wait, why did you think it was John Lithgow? He plays Judd in the remake. Okay. <laughs> well, John I Lithgow mean, of Raising Cane. Um. <laughs> hi, Judd. Thank hi. Thanks. Hi. Uh, yeah, come on. Come on. Yeah. In. Can I get yeah. coffee? Can you? Get, yeah, I'll get you. Yeah, make him a coffee. For a coffee. Wait, are you gonna? Are you making coffee? Yeah, I'll make some coffee. I guess, okay, yeah. If Judd's gonna get a cup, I want a cup. Okay. Yeah. I'll yeah, make, I'll, yeah. Take, I'll take one too. Yeah. You're gonna have coffee. Yeah. Why not? Who if Judd, do you have any? Yeah. Do you have what? What is our sweetener situation? Oh, I don't do any fake sweetener. I only oh. do fake sweetener. Okay, you're gonna need both. No, yeah. I don't. <laughs> do you have like any stevia cubes? No, I don't have any. I don't cane, have any fake sweeteners. Cane sugar for me. <laughs> cane, no beet. None. Judd, I feel like you could be a real father figure for me. I don't know. Really? I don't know. I'm just getting that vibe off of you. Really? Yeah. Hey, okay. hey Judd, well, I'm, uh, before I go make the coffee, I just want, why, why did you convince Lewis to <laughs> bury the cat and then in the, like, why, if you knew the cat was going to come back evil and then he was going to maybe uh-huh. do more evil stuff, why did you introduce him to the, sure. the burial ground? Sure, sure. Uh, little girl wasn't ready. Simple as that. I saw that little girl. I said, that girl is not ready for death. Uh, And I knew I had to to do something about it. But didn't it, did it not occur to you though, that like you're, she's, she's not going to be made whole, right? Mm -hmm. She's not going to have her cat again. She's going to have a rotting. She's going to have a cat with a a hole in it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. But you've, you've, you've been to a friend's house. Correct. Yeah. And they've had sort of a Wait, nasty hold on. cat. Is that true? Have you? <laughs> You've never come over to my house. I, I have. Has he ever come over to your house, Matt? No. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I. Oh, you didn't I, come in. Though. I, oh, I, I came in very briefly. Okay, I was in okay. your house for about 30 seconds, but I remember when I was on call for work, mm-hmm. Judd, and I had to go back home because I forgot my laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I just dropped my wife off. So you were too afraid to go inside? Okay, but no, Judd was Judd, Judd was doing an analogy, right? Oh, You're right, saying, sorry, sorry. well, it won't make any sense to you now if you'd never been to a front no, house. I was in like the entryway for a minute. Okay, well, uh, perhaps it'll still make sense. Oftentimes, when you go to a friend's house, there's a cat. The cat isn't necessarily friendly. Okay, uh-huh. what's the difference? The difference is is that a cursed cat? Could be. You know what I, I mean? I, I didn't think it would be that big of a deal. So your theory okay. is like all cats are a little deal. cursed. Could be, yeah. Oh. Or you you know, actually, this, your cat what? Tanner, smells a little, I don't want to say, it smells a little of the charnel house. Of the what? Uh-oh. The charnel house. It smells a little of the grave. The charnel house? Charnel house. Yeah, it's a grave. I've never heard that term. I've never no, It's an old fashioned term. I thought I did it, said it for you. <laughs> it was Lethgo. probably... B- after my time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, there was a whole stint in the 80s where I didn't pay attention to anything. <laughs> okay, okay Jen. Wait, Jen, how old are you? Is that rude? Yeah, it's a little rude, but it's okay. Uh, I'm 78. 78, okay. okay. You're yeah. spry. What? Yeah. Yeah. You're spry. Oh, yeah, but I'm aged. How much vinegar are you drinking? One cup a day. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I, that's more than I thought you could handle. Well, a lot of people think that, but you can build your tolerance. Okay. I had it once and I thought I was going to die. Really? Yeah. My mother, Mary Beth, she had us take little shots as kids. 
And so I had always built up sort of the uh, acidity in my stomach to break it down. So that's why I can do a cup a day. But I wouldn't tell anybody to do a cup a day. But how how much baking soda are you eating a day? 14 tablespoons. Okay. So there's no interaction between those two? Not at all. No. Because you do one in the morning and one at night. Yeah. But don't go to sleep too late or wake up too early. Sorry. No, it's all right. Uh, Judd, I think that at, at 14 is the time to start converting those tablespoons into cups. I think you might have <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, not for no, me. Not for no, you. because okay. I have a cup and that's what I use to, to measure the vinegar. <laughs> and I have one cup for the vinegar and then uh, I have one tablespoon. That's old school. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I okay. like that. Yeah. That's charnel house style. That's hey, <laughs> hey, Judd, I got, a, I got a question that's been on my mind. Sure. Have you buried anything like just for shits and giggles? Oh, like obviously you buried, you know, the cat and you tried your son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Right. Or yourself? No. No. Wait, have you ever I guess here's my question. Have you ever tried to bury a ventriloquist dummy in Oh, that's fun. in the Micmac grave uh, graveyard? It is so interesting that you ask that because <laughs> I actually have done that. What? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I did that in Oh, God, it must have been 92, 90, summer of 92, I did oh, that. Okay. And I'll tell you what, you'd be surprised, but it actually came out incredibly well. The ventriloquist dummy came back as both the ventriloquist and also it kind of had the spirit of the person that had, you know, mouthed it. Together, they combined to be my best friend. Oh. Yeah. Matt Wilson, I called him. I don't know his real name, but he was a never asked him his name. I didn't. I I didn't think it was important. Actually, sometimes intimacy transcends a name. Right, you're just kind of in the flow immediately. Exactly, and because he understood what it was like to be a doll or a puppet, whatever you want to call it, and a man to a certain extent, Mm. he understood this sort of insane nuance to life that I could not find in my partner, my wife at the time. And also at my, with my friend who was the barkeep. The barkeep. Bar- I don't know his name. It's same sure. situation. Yeah. That, that makes more sense to me. Not only the bartender's name, but where is what bar? Well, it was my best friend, but yeah. Okay, he was a bar- where, where does he work? Oh, down the crazy road. Down the crazy yeah, just if you keep going down that road, 80, 85, the average speed, uh, you'll hit a bar on the right, McMinimins. Wait, are you are oh, you walking down this road? Oh, yeah. That is so dangerous, Judd. I know. I know. I know. It, uh, and when I'm walking, I'm, I'm stepping over dead animals left and right. Oh, it God. is a oh, nightmare. Man. I'll tell you that. I put on my boots even in the summer. Ooh. And a main summer is not a joke. Humid. Oh, are you still friends with the dummy? What happened? <sighs> no. Oh. Sounds Wait. like it sounds like that ground went sour. That yeah. friendship ground. <laughs> That's exactly uh. what happened. Uh, turns out he started getting really involved in the pet cemetery, and oh. uh, he was burying <laughs> his own things at that <laughs> point. Yeah, so the ventriloquist dummy was starting to bury little things that he actually called pets, but were mice. Mice? Mice. Yeah, and then we had 20, 30 mice, and (laughs) you You do not. You did keep all the mice, though. 
Did I keep them? Yeah, of course. Like you kept, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not a no. I'm not a monster. I just killed the ventriloquist dummy, morphine, obviously, uh, and then I kept the mice. <laughs> the way the syringe worked, it went into the, mm-hmm. the yeah. wooden dummy. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay, yeah, it went right on in. I actually, strong. I didn't go straight into the wood. I I injected it into the fabric. Oh, and that <laughs> actually, yeah, okay. that's because because a stitch is the vein of a puppet. Oh, I didn't know this. Okay, this yeah. could be useful. In- I think I saw that on, um, did y'all see the uh, dark reboot of the Muppets? Where they're in an office? And, oh, yes. And, and Kermit and Miss Piggy had broken up. I think they yeah. talked about that. Oh, did they? Yeah, there was, no, there was one um, Muppet that mainlined in the writer's room of that show. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was not. Ooh. It was only in a webisode, but I'm, I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was committed. Nice. Um. Does it only revive like beings or what if it's something that's like sort of more uh, dead in a metaphorical, like what if like a remote to, or that like has a, a remote. That has dead batteries or like oh. if you tried to like, let's say that you had like a, a career of some sort, you're like, oh, my career is dead. If you could somehow bury symbolically, your, maybe it's a screenplay that you don't think will be produced. This thing's dead. It's never going to happen. You could bury mm-hmm. the screenplay, but then it comes have you tried anything like right, that? Right, to bury a concept you, or something. You write like screenplays and stuff, right? Yeah, I write a lot of screenplays, actually. <laughs> I'm glad oh. you brought that up. And I was wondering if you were getting all my letters, but, uh, you know, because yeah. you never responded. But Well, I've, I've been burying them in the graveyard. Okay, that explains <laughs> oh, my Dead dreams. letters, okay. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, so the dead letters, <laughs> dead letters, uh, they'll they'll come back, but they come back in a very mm. specific way. Yeah, return oh. to cinder uh, with a knife or something. Yeah, Ooh, that's, okay, that's exactly it. Yeah, but but you you that's can't cemetery three. Uh, to be totally honest with you, burying a concept, it's very hard to ever see the results of that. But you can bury things like a rock or uh, coffee. If you have any. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, forgot. I, I should go. I'll go put the coffee on, I suppose. Thank you. And in honor of um, Pet Cemetery, could you m- put, make my stevia with like a pH? Like sti- I, stevia king? <laughs> right? That'd be fun. I get it, but I don't. I already told you I don't have any artificial sweetener. You can run out, no problem. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> oh, if you're that. running out, I need deodorant. I Actually, if you are running out, he does need deodorant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to smell like death. <laughs> just kidding. Just Wait, kidding. I'm real. You, someone really smells of the charnel house. Someone, if you know what I'm talking smells about. Charnel. Dad, you do smell like death. Do I? Yeah. No. And I, you said you were what, seventy-four? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like Eight, that. I Not think. that old. You look what is anyone seventy-four? <laughs> what? Okay, no. Let's, I don't get let's it, take son. A let's take a moment. Okay, so the the joke is, what is anyone? Seventy-four, and then oh, okay. I think I don't, the, the answer is so they can get to seventy-one. But yeah. why is yeah? Why is anyone seventy-four? So that they can get to seventy-one. Is yeah. that the joke? Yeah, for the cake. Okay, what, what's the seventy-one the, cake. Ah, uh, what the Judge, birthday cake? Yeah. Judge, you had a question. What's the birthday cake you get at seventy-one? It's a it's a really nice birthday cake and it has seventy-one candles on it. Oh. or if your family doesn't really love you, it just has like the two candles on it, a seven and a one. Mm. Uh, the, the big um, ones. I don't what if get I buried an almost burnt out candle? To, <laughs> candle it would probably like come back as a uh, you know goo. Oh, okay. Wait, okay. Would, are How candles would... living as goo? 
Candles are are basically yeah solidified glue. I mean, they're glue? solidified glue. Well, I could glue you for glue. <laughs> when a candle dies, it becomes a wax puddle. Okay. Glue. Oh, this is I I've read that you. This is your poem you wrote. When yes. a candle dies. Oh yeah, yeah. What a I can do the whole poem Between if you want. You write oh, some poems. I'd love yeah. to hear the poem. Yeah. Candle dies when in a, its sleep. And they, that is incredible because that is the exact song I was just humming. Did you hear me humming it? Yeah, I, I saw it was in my head. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we must have that thing my, that we don't even well, need to figure out what it is. It just, we accept it. You Stephen King, <laughs> yeah, Stephen King would call it uh, telepathy. Telepathy. <laughs> it's like telepathy, but with empathy. Oh, okay. I like that. Um, no, I do have this stack of cards with things like a star or a boat on them. If you two would is like there to a, um, quiz like a, each other. I'm having, I'm holding a, a card and it has a cup of coffee. On I, it. Oh, yeah, if you want to oh, go do that. And here's another card I have and it has a picture of a, uh, of a stevia packet. On there's it. definitely no stevia. And then there's some cane sugar on my card. We have cane Sugar, if no. that's the sugar that comes in like a I thing. think John Lithgow wants you to uh, raise Not John some Lithgow. Cane. He just, he looks like It's Herman that. Munster. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Listen, I yeah. agree. Judd looks like John Lithgow. Judd Lithgow. How about that? Wow. I like that. Good Dead Ringer. Another Stephen King book. Is it? Hey. No. Oh. <laughs> There's, oh wait. The Dead Zone. Dead, Dead Zone. zone. Yeah. And The Ringer. Sorry, Whoa, what would happen if you buried that zone in the pet cemetery? Okay. Mm. Did you want to read the poem you wrote? Oh yeah, what about your poem? Oh, um, sure. It it, it is when a candle dies, uh-huh. it becomes the goo. If you look at me, I look back at you. Oh, don't forget to go to get the thing that's been asked by me, which is coffee. <laughs> I'm not gonna forget chilling, to- chilling. Wow. Wait, is this a, this is a poem you've already written? Yeah, I wrote it seven years ago. Oh, wow. It's called telepathy. It's called telepathy. What? There's no way it's called... Does he really say telepathy? He's listing off the psychic talents. The first one is telepathy. The second one is telepathy. I am not joking. You have his books of, a book of poems here written by Judd. It's on your bookshelf. You've never read oh, it? Oh, wow. I've never I'm assuming read. he gave it to you as I've a gift. I've never... Christmas 19. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poems by Judd. Yeah. Never cracked that open. Are you? That, I also have a book of poems by Judd Apatow, so you might be... <laughs> Confusing. If you want to see what the forty-year-long verse. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, but I do. Okay, I didn't want to bring it up. I'm. I'm having fun. You are. You, I do. I feel like a, you are a father figure to me, Judd. But okay. Are you a zombie? <laughs> Your yeah, head is like actively know. bleeding. What? Just. Don't, don't, okay, yes, I'm a zombie. Okay. Okay, I was going to lie for a second. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm trying, you know, things are different now. Zombies are, you know, much more kind of ambivalent. So it's mm-hmm. fine, right? We're all cool with this. <laughs> I cool. am, I am. Now, I got to tell you, there might be some people here that don't actually think that zombies have rights and don't care about zombies. I think zombies that- may have rights. They definitely <laughs> don't have souls. <laughs> Oh, hey, come on. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn it. You got to have a soul to have a right? I didn't, Actually, I think Wait. that might be true. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Judd, are you offended at the idea that you don't have a soul or that just because you don't have a soul means you don't have rights? I'm offended that just because I don't have a soul, I don't have rights. Okay, <laughs> you don't have a soul. I do not. Okay. Okay, but it's not uh, that big of a deal. Yeah, it hasn't affected mm. your poetry. No, not mm. at all. And it hasn't affected my art. Which what, is what, my visual art. Your visual art, okay. Yeah. 
What's your visual yeah. art? Watercolor. Oh. Okay. Isn't that like clear? What? Like the color of water, isn't it like clear? No, wait, Travis. Not when you put a little paint in it. <laughs> Can we see one of the watercolors? Sure, here. Oh, you, oh, oh. Well, they are yeah. clear. Yeah. That's okay. that's Oh, oh my God. That is <laughs> the most horrifying image I've ever seen, I think. <laughs> Holy shit, that scared the hell out of me. Well, yeah, that's all the little mice that came back having what oh. I would like to call the last dinner. <laughs> and what being your so wife. So it's mocking Christ. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the photo, it looks like they're eating your wife. Oh, you think my watercolor looks like a photo? <laughs> Sorry. <you're, laughs> that's it's that's very, very nice. Compliment. <laughs> it is good. It's just very scary. And the, the, the mice have very sharp teeth. Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, wow. Oof, it's like that mouse from the Green Mile. Jeepers Creepers. Another Stephen King. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers, another Stephen King. I don't think he did that <laughs> one. That was done by a pedophile. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Sugar, baby. <laughs> fly, my lady. Fly, fly. You know what lady. happens when you bury a pedophile in the pet cemetery? Oh, I don't think, this sounds a little off color as opposed to watercolor. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it is. Okay, okay, what happens? Comes back a baby. Okay. <laughs> So you've done a lot of. You've I don't done think a lot I of get it. I don't think I get that one. <laughs> you've done a lot it of. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, wait, just it's, a, it's just a. It's just. It's just a process. Happened? You've done okay, a lot of experiments real... in the pet cemetery. It seems like yeah. you buried everything okay. you think. You buried yourself. It seems like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've buried yourself in your work, which is ironically burying other things in mm. a pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I actually, I think we might be being. I think we might be being tricked here. I, I'm a little worried that the thing about burying a pedophile in cemetery is actually a, a bit that you're running on us, and that you're doing your, because I know you do stand up as well. <laughs> okay, yes, you oh got my. me. That was gonna be in my tight five, but it's not landing. God uh, damn yeah, I it! Think the jokes where you were were like you set it up with like, what do you get when? That's not what people want from well, stand up. Can I just try three more? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Of and get, course. Uh, Tanner, give him a break. He's I'm seventy-four sorry. years old. Please, because no. I do know that the kids don't like to. They do more of a long storytelling stand-up yeah. now. I wanna, but right. I, wanna, I did still think a one-two punch is good. Yeah, and I want to say that I understand that he's seventy-four years old, and that like, yeah, at an open mic, the seventy-four-year-old gets up, and that's gonna get, there's gonna be some goodwill. But I'm like, yeah. I want you to be able to have like a real stand-up. Yeah. Career. I don't want you to be a rapping granny of stand-up. You know, I want you to be a legitimate rapper. Who happens to be a granny? And can can you name? That. But can you name one? Like her zombies funny? Can you name one good zombie comedian? And don't say Mitch Dedberg. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's hear these three the three more jokes you yeah. have to do. Uh, and I'm and I and okay, here we go. What do you get when you um, when you bury a uh, flight attendant? So they're all about the pet cemetery. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. They're all burial jokes. Okay. <laughs> to be, just to be clear, these are also all true, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're okay. tested. I don't tell a joke that's not true. I've never done it. I never will. I guess okay. I agree with that. Um, you should not tell a joke that is a lie. <laughs> uh, I guess you. I don't know. What do you get when you yeah, bury what do you a get flight when you attendant? Bury a flight attendant. A dog in a cage from the undercarriage. Whoa. A dog in a cage from the undercarriage. Do you get it? <laughs> Is this... <laughs> I guess it's pretty funny. Yeah, from under the plane. Because it's below them. 
Okay. Yeah. Because it's stuff below you sometimes is what you become. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So if you're what? standing on a flight, there's <laughs> there's a a dog in a cage in the um, undercarriage below you. But like, yeah. You could is this come a back service animal? Uh, no, because of uh, no, it's not service. I think service animals can sit right on your lap. Yeah. Okay. Or yeah. Or now, at least be nearby. I guess by that rules though, flight attendant in the plane. Couldn't anything be under her? Because the plane sure. is in yeah. the sky, so she might just come back as like any person. Okay, so you get the joke. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's exactly funny. it. Okay. That, uh, that's what happened this, to be below her. Too bad. <laughs> you I know like what this. I mean? Yeah, I like this. Her, I like him. comedy that makes you think. Yeah, this is yeah. good. Okay. I, yeah, it's good to All explain right. it a little bit. That was the first one. What's mm-hmm. the next joke? Uh, what do you get when you bury a stereo? Think about <clears throat> is it um, a stereo? Or is it the like, like an end table that the stereo was sitting on? That's exactly it. <laughs> yes, that is. Yes, oh, it is. Wow. A, it's a, it's the, well, and in my world, it's a coffee table because okay. that was wow. what my stereo was sitting on. That's funny. So the stereo died. You went that? and buried it, and then I assume the next day you woke up and a second of your because you have your original coffee table still, of course, and so you now just have a oh. copy of it that is. Evil bad copy. Evil. <laughs> right on top of it. What makes Whoa. that coffee table evil? Holes. You know, all your cups fall right oh, no. through. No, okay. I hate that. I think just, about that. They hit yeah. my second coffee table, so it's not that bad. Oh, right. <laughs> it's true. Okay, can we hear the last one? Yeah. Yeah, what what do you what do you get when you when you bury a toupee? <laughs> it's a bald guy. <laughs> no! It was oh. on a mannequin. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> and now, I, I that's so scary. A mannequin comes to life is horrifying. Yeah. Wait, is the mannequin alive? No, it's just bad mannequin. Oh. Yeah. What bad makes a mannequin, mannequin bad? Well, similar to a coffee table, you know, the one you have is yeah, yeah holes. But a <laughs> mannequin that's bad is has such narrow shoulders that no shirt will stay on top. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking there could be a lot of ways a mannequin rigid arms. Yeah. Yeah. Or such a smooth head, a hat falls right off. <laughs> <laughs> Slippery. Okay. Maybe um, the feet uh, have giant gashes in their Achilles tendons. Okay. Or stupid maybe like that. Maybe it bruises. That would be really upsetting. I would not like to see that. To see that. Yeah. yeah. The mannequin oh. bruised really Like an easily. apple? Oof. Or I guess like a person? Oh. Yeah. I yeah. do. I do love the idea that, you know, ostensibly you could live forever and you chose sure. to do art. So yeah. Yeah. Makes like sense. you didn't choose to do anything else. You you said I'm gonna live maybe forever, and I'm gonna use that time to create. I think that's beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. That's just me. But I'm not gonna report you. I, but I I guess I don't yeah. know if that's beautiful because I'm like, well, of course, you have infinite time. That's when you would choose to do things that you've put off in your regular life. You know, mm-hmm. isn't it right. more beautiful for a person who has a limited time to invest that time in creating art that others can enjoy, rather than you know, Judd's gonna be here. Long after we're dead, mm-hmm. doing unless, whatever, unless unless we get pet cemeteried. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Judd, do you want to? You want to show us? Can we go to the pet cemetery? <laughs> Can we go? Absolutely. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so nice because I killed a cat happened just before uh, we started recording. Oh yeah, you brought that in your bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, grab yeah, yeah. it. Is it yeah. stiff as a board? Where? Uh, it's it is light as a feather. Okay, oh, okay. then it's ready to go. <laughs> I'm excited. I've never been to a pet cemetery. We should kill a few more, a few more cats on our way. Yeah, and we could probably pick some up. No, I know one of the cats that lives around here, and I don't want him to get hurt. Well, What's this cat's name? It's Percy. 
Well, maybe you shouldn't live Percy's next to a... Percy's an asshole. No, Percy's... <laughs> he was talking shit about you. He's kind of gray. I don't know if he's just like an older black cat or just a, if he's like sort of a dark gray, but kind of like the tomb is in the movie. I don't want him to get hurt. <laughs> well, you better get away from that damn highway. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I do hate that highway that is right next to my house. I mean, how do you, they how could do you sleep? How do you sleep? I get, well, I honestly, it helps me sleep because I do, when I'm, when I'm going to bed at night and I'm scared, I like to hear sounds that other uh, people are awake. I like to know that I'm not, like, I think it's really nice. Don't y'all miss like going to bed, but you can like hear an adult outside <laughs> watching TV. And now that for you is you hear the sound of animals dying constantly. <laughs> no, the trucks are constant. The animals dying is intermittent. Right. Okay. So even though I say I hear the animal die, I say, well, that's one less thing awake right now. It's like, I know one, whatever truck driver killed it is still awake. And two, there's a good chance my neighbor's going to bury it and it'll be alive soon anyway. <laughs> and possibly in, uh. in his act. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, could be a joke. Hey. Could be a joke. Well, you know, I say let's go. Let's, yeah, let's go to the go. Pets of Cemetery. I'll drive uh, if that's cool. <laughs> yeah, is, it, is there a way to drive there? Do we need to walk up brambles or anything? Well, I mean, we could drive, but it will be a quick drive to the walk. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, well, let's get in the car anyway. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, um, but okay. I guess before we go. Oh, yeah. Does anyone, we should plug things? Yeah, do you have anything to uh, yeah. plug, Judd? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Just, just, just go to my watercolor website. Okay. Okay. Just, what just, is it? What's the URL on that? It's www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.www.
And uh, for me, so I prefer uh, the Pepsi Air trilogy. Nice. <laughs> um, My family had RC Cola <laughs> trilogy. Wait, was your family really an RC Cola family? No. Okay. I don't. I yeah. I didn't know you come. From, yeah, you to, like RC Cola. You have to have a little bit of royalty. You have to be in line for the throne. Yeah. Does it stand for royalty cola? Yeah, royal, royal, royal crown. crown. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no. It doesn't stand for <laughs> royalty cola cola. <laughs> I did okay. Maybe. Sorry. Um, Have y'all ever seen a cola nut? It's what apparently is this. The, is this part of your stand up? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a genuinely. I was genuinely curious. What never seen the, it. What you seen it, Judd? I've never seen it. I've heard uh, of it. Yeah, oh. Coca Cola. It's where cola. It's where we get the cola from. It's just a nut. A woman I uh, went on a date with, her dad worked at one of those factories. The nut factories? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been to a few guys that go on that work there too. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We should swap stories after this. <laughs> <laughs> you know where's a great place to swap stories? Comedy near me. Every Thursday night, 9 p.m. at Wino Vino. Okay, but yeah, we got to get to this pet cemetery. It probably closes, wait, we have right? To, we have to plug ourselves, right? Okay? right yeah. And also, oh, what, you should plug your scary movie podcast. Yes, <laughs> go to scarymoviepodcast.com or scarymoviesleepover.com. We do have both, um, and we have an email address now. Wow, TanerHodgson at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> We've upgraded. Email us at scarymoviesleepover at gmail.com. Email me anything. Send me a <laughs> send me a note. Send me a complaint. Send me something nice. Something nice to say. Yeah. Email me something. Um, if and people also, leave reviews, how many stars should they give? Five, five. stars. Five? We did have a review. We have a two reviews. Star. Well, one of them's from me. One of them from you, and I think the other one is from Brent because it's talking about how good this first episode sounds, and he's the one that edited oh, the first episode. I see. Who's Brent? Brent, I bet he works at Comedy on Vino. I don't know what Comedy on Vino is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you can find me on Letterboxd if you go to Tanner's yeah, go to Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Tabner. And you'll find me. You'll find Matt. I, I'm very excited. I'm still on Numberboxd, and I have to work oh. my way through all the numbers before I get okay. to any of the letters. Okay. I'm on 14,000 right now. <laughs> wow. Well, that's that's the show. Until next time. Until next time. Yeah, let's, let's get uh, that cat in the ground. I don't want to be buried. We should play the song just after the cemetery. Oh, Judd's asleep. (laughs) Judd, Judd, wake up. (laughs) God, I was really hoping he was dead. (laughs) Bye. Smells of the charnel house. Made by coffee. I don't want to be buried in a pet cemetery. You know there are AI that's doing songs on podcasts. I don't want to live my life again. And I think you've done a good job of (laughs) fooling this AI. (laughs) 